Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Let's pray. Lord, we love you this morning. We praise you this morning. We kneel down and worship you this morning. God, we just thank you for this morning devotional. We just thank you for this opportunity to be in fellowship with one another. God, we ask you to forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our shortcomings. Continue to have your way in our life, oh Lord. Touch like only you can. Heal like only you can. Move like only you can. And oh Lord, when it's all said and done, we'll be careful to give your name all of the glory, honor, and praise. So in the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. All right. So our devotional this morning is found uh, in uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, the ninth chapter. Uh, verse uh, 24 uh, through 27, uh, First Corinthians, the ninth chapter, uh, verse uh, 24 uh, through um, 27. Um, and it reads as follows from the New Living uh, um, trans- Translation. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I might, I myself might be uh, disqualified. Um, and I would just like to use as a subject for our devotional today, um, purpose, promise, and iron discipline. Purpose, promise, and iron discipline. If you're talking to me this morning, 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24 through 27, purpose, promise, and iron uh, discipline. What uh, is discipline, y'all? Discipline for what we're talking about, really, we're talking about self-control, uh, it's that ability to control one's feelings, overcome one's weaknesses, the ability to pursue what one thinks is right, despite the temptations to abandon it. Uh, for an example, shout out to all of our wonderful fitness gurus out there. It takes discipline uh, to reach, uh, to accomplish uh, dietary um, goals. It takes uh, discipline to accomplish anything um, in life. I would uh, say that one of the best lessons that I learned as it relates to discipline, y'all, uh, came from a brain came from a man, uh, Uncle Sam, when I was in the military, uh, uh, drill sergeants and others that were uh, had that amazing ability uh, to 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 encourage you to uh, to be disciplined. They had this phrase, y'all. They called it uh, iron. Uh, discipline. That term iron discipline has been a long round for a long time. I'm going somewhere. It's going to bless you. So stay tuned. Um, we're going to get there this morning. Um, uh, th- there was an amazing um, book that is uh, that was written uh, by Sun Tzu called The Art of War. Uh, this is what he said as it relates to discipline. He said, if soldiers are punished before they have grown attached to you, they will not prove submissive, submissive, and unless submissive, they will be practically useless. If when the soldiers have become attached to you, punishments are not enforced, they will still be useless. 
Therefore, soldiers must be treated in the first instance with humanity, but kept under control by means of iron discipline. He said, this is a certain road to victory. If in training soldiers, commands are habitually enforced, the army will be well disciplined. If the general shows confidence in his men, but always insists on his orders being obeyed, the gain will be mutual. The Art of War is a book that military commanders across the planet have been referring to for a long time uh, because there is so much that is spoken here as it relates to uh, winning any type of war, any type of battle. And I would suggest to each and every one of us that we are facing spiritual war and spiritual battle in many areas of our lives. My battle may not be the same as your battle, uh, but we all have a battle. And I would argue that Sun Tzu teaches us something here uh, that aligns with the scripture, that if you want to be successful in your spiritual battle, if you want to be successful in your purpose, if you want to achieve God's, if you want to be the recipient of God's promise, it starts with being uh, disciplined. Think as our Lord and Savior, our Father, as our general. Think of him as our commander. And Sun Tzu would go on to say that it requires, first, uh, one, uh, uh, a soldier must be submissive uh, to uh, the general, but there's no submission to the general if there's no relationship there. And so if you have a relationship with your Heavenly Father, and for my analogy, if you see him as a general, uh, if you have that relationship with him, you'll be willing to submit to what Whatever the general says, you'll be able to submit to his authority because you trust him to know what's best. But the general has a job. The general loves you. The general wants to see you to see victory. The general does not want you to die on the battlefield. The general does not want you to fall into the trap. The general does not want you to be caught up by the snares of the enemy. So if the general ever sees you out of line, guess what the general has to do? He has to enforce iron uh, discipline. My sisters and brothers, this is what I want to share with you coming straight out of the text as we move right into that. The first thing is simply this. If anybody out there who wants to win, how many folk out there that want to win, 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 no matter what, right? I'm, I'm channeling a little hip hop for you right there. Let me talk to the winners out there. Is I'm not talking to anybody out there that say, yeah, Pastor, I, for me right now, I want to win. I want to win in my marriage. I want to win in my business. I want to win in my calling. Yep, I'm what are my winners at? Y'all sleep this morning. You're going to win. You got to stay woke. What are my winners at? What are my winners at? I don't hear you. I don't see you. Type to me. Talk to me, winners. If you want to win in this season, let me tell you something. First and foremost, the first concept is simply this. Winning requires iron discipline. That's the first bullet. Winning requires iron discipline. Let's look at verse uh, 24 and 25. It says, don't you realize that in a race, everyone wins, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. My sisters and brothers, the more you go, the more if you want to win, uh, Paul is teaching us here uh, that we are running a waste race in life and we're not running it just because we're running it to win. And he gives an analogy of athletes. He said athletes that are victorious are disciplined in everything that they do. They're disciplined in how they eat. They're disciplined in how they're training. They're disciplined in the in the tech in the te techniques that they use. They're they're disciplined in their lifestyle. If they really want to win, you will discover the best athletes are are disciplined, right? Uh, the best athletes are they have something in them uh, that's a little bit unique that makes them go to the to the track 
uh, when other people are, are still asleep, that makes them go to the gym uh, when other people don't um, feel like uh, uh, going, that makes them eat healthy when everybody else is uh, eating out. Why do they do it? Because they want the prize so bad. Uh, shout out to uh, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace um, uh, to, to him. Uh, but one of the things that nobody could argue about was his desire to win was so uh, real that he, he, he was able, he was willing to do what others were, would, would, would not do. And I want to ask you spiritually, right? Do you have that type of uh, discipline uh, that you're willing to uh, pray uh, when others uh, don't feel like praying? I've seen a glimpse of iron discipline, we even within our ministry. Y'all remember when we did that 40 days uh, of, of, of prayer and fasting? I saw breakthroughs, right? People would email me almost every day at one point saying what God was doing and how God was speaking to them. And I would always say to God, be the glory, because this is what happens when you are disciplined in your prayer life. Are you disciplined in your prayer life? Are you being disciplined in your walk with God? Y'all ready for the raw and real? Here is the raw and real. Uh, I truly believe uh, that there are many people in, in, in many Christians right now who are not experienced and like the victory that you really, really supposed to be having is because you lack discipline. Ouch. I know we don't like it, but I'm saying spiritually speaking, I truly have discovered that most of the the children of God, we lack discipline, right? Now, when the going gets tough, uh, we, we lose our discipline. Like right? when the going gets tough, we let go of his unchanging hand. When when the going gets tough, we, we don't fast like we want to. When we have financial obstacles, we're not the steward that he has called us to be. And I just want to tell you today that my goal for the body in this season is to win. And God told me, matter of fact, I tried to find another devotional because I didn't really feel like talking about discipline. But God took me all the way back and said, listen, you, you keep saying that you want them to see victory. You keep asking them all the time if they, if they want to win and they keep telling you, yes, well, tell them how to do it. And today he said, you really just tell them one point that they ain't got enough discipline. He said, there's some saints that are listening to you right now. They don't have enough discipline and they know uh, exactly where, where that area is, where they lack discipline. This is what scripture says about this. Listen, in order for you to have, have the discipline that you need, it's going to require some spiritual growth. Second Timothy verse one, uh, chapter one, verse seven says this, God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and self-control. In other words, the fact, the reason that we're not disciplined, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more, is because uh, there is a part of us that wants to do right, uh, but there's a part of us that often finds itself struggling with it. And so God has given us his spirit to help us uh, to operate not in fear, uh, but in power, love, and self-control. The spirit of God will help you to be disciplined in every area of your life. Business owner, the spirit of God is going to help you to have the discipline that you need. The spirit of God will help you to save your money as you need to save it. Uh, the spirit of God will help you to operate with the authority that, that you need to operate in in order to do uh, what God has called you to do. Winning requires iron discipline. And all I'm trying to tell you today, bro, all I'm trying to tell you today is this, is God saying you can win, but it requires you to be a little bit more disciplined spiritually. Can I ask you a question? What area in your life are you struggling with discipline? We all got one. You want to tell us what it is? You ain't got to, but what area in your life 
Are you are you could you be a lot more disciplined? And I'm the reason I bring that to your forefront forefront because if you work on that area, watch God bless you and watch God do exceedingly and abundantly. But not only does winning require iron discipline, look what happens when you are disciplined. And when you are disciplined, you shift from doing what you feel uh to doing what is right. When you're disciplined, you shift from doing what you feel. Uh, to doing what is right. First Corinthians, the ninth chapter is an amazing uh, uh, passage of scripture. Paul uh, has been, uh, at this point, uh, people are attacking and questioning his apostleship, meaning they like, who are you? You was that dude that was running around trying to get all of us arrested and killed. Now you're trying to tell us about the faith. Did you even see Jesus? Did you even know Jesus? Your name is not one of the 12. Who are you? Who do you think you are? Uh, now you're supposed to know everything. And so he was going through this ninth chapter. He was explaining his, his apostleship, right? He was explaining his call he was but then what uh, what what his discipline kicks in because he says he could have responded in one way to the uh people who were criticizing him but he decided to respond in love that's a sign of discipline y'all shout out to everybody out there today that's going to be disciplined or has been disciplined because somebody said one thing to you you could have responded one way but you responded in love that's discipline but he goes further than that he even talked about how when he is amongst believers jewish believers right uh who didn't believe certain things because they hadn't gotten there yet. For example, one of the times he would talk about individuals who had a challenge with uh, with eating certain meats and things of that nature, and it became what we would call a stumbling block. In other words, they were like, Paul, we heard that you eat these certain types of meat. How can you be a person of faith? Because as uh, as Jews, we don't do that. And so it's hard for us to hear anything you've got to say about Jesus. So again, Paul could have said, listen, I'm free and I'm free indeed. I can eat what I want to, but his discipline kicked in. He said, when I'm amongst the Jews, I'll tell you what, if me eating this type of meat is a stumbling block for you or anywhere, or in other words, if I'm doing anything that's going to get in the way of what God wants to do in your life, I'm disciplined enough not to do it. I'm disciplined enough to put my pride aside. I'm disciplined enough to put my ego aside. Can I ask you a question? Are you disciplined enough in your house? Are you disciplined enough in your life to put your pride and your ego aside to do whatever it takes uh, to show the love of Christ in any given situation? I'm going to tell you, it's hard for Christians to be disciplined. It's hard for any human to be disciplined when somebody is trying you. It's hard to be disciplined when somebody uh, tests you. And it's really hard to be disciplined when you don't feel like doing something. That's what discipline really is. It shifts us from doing what we feel to doing what is right. Listen, there's been so many Christians. It's all good to be a follower of Jesus when it feels good, right? But what happens when it don't feel good? What happens when you when when, when your name is in the crosshairs? What happens uh, when, when your faith is being challenge? What happens uh, when God doesn't answer the prayer uh, fast enough? What happens when God doesn't move in the way that you want him to move? Are you disciplined enough uh, to still show up with your hands lifted up and your mouth uh, filled with praise? Are you disciplined enough to keep trusting God when you can't trace God? Are you disciplined enough to do what God has commanded you to do, even if you ain't feeling it? Do I have any witnesses out there that say, yeah, pastor, I have that type of discipline, or I'm praying to have that type of discipline, because I told you that if you want to experience his power, if you want to experience his promise, God is commanding you to have some iron uh, discipline. My sisters and my brothers, the third point uh, that I have for you today is a simple one. It goes right along with the other ones. Uh, the key 
to victory is discipline. I told you point one, winning requires iron discipline. Your the point two, your you shift from doing what you feel to doing what is right when you are disciplined. And number three is the key to victory is iron is discipline. Uh, uh, it discipline is doing what God has commanded, whether you feel like it or not. Let's look at that one real quick. It says this in verse 26. So I'll run with a purpose in every step. I am not just uh, shadow boxing. Uh, Paul, again, uh, verse 26 is reminding us that the key uh, to victory is discipline. It is doing what God has commanded us, whether you feel like it or not. Run with a purpose in every step. I'm not shadow boxing. Paul had got to the point that he was so disciplined on his journey. Everything, every step that he took was intentional. Every shot that he put up in the gym was intentional. Every weight that he picked up was intentional. Every, every morsel that he put in his mouth was intentional. Can I ask you a question? Uh, what's intentional about your walk with God right now? Listen, this is the 6.30 a.m. Wednesday crowd. You got some intentionality with you because otherwise you wouldn't be up here on this Wednesday at 6.30 in the morning. Uh, that is a beautiful thing. But what else about you is a discipline? What else about you uh, uh, that shows that you have purpose in every step that you take, that you have purpose in every move that you make? Huh? What is discipline about you? Help me to understand how you are disciplined because somebody else needs to understand how you walk with such discipline, how you walk with such authority. Fasting, when we fast, it's a sign of being disciplined because we're turning our plate over not to try to, uh, to, to, to persuade God, if you will, but we're turning our plate over because we're trying to draw closer to him so that we can understand uh, his will. What uh, about you um, is disciplined in this season? How do you stay disciplined? Type that in. Talk to us because somebody needs to understand that. But then there's one other one that I got to give to you and I'm out of your way. Listen, y'all, uh, a lack of discipline is what the enemy is counting on to ultimately defeat you. Can I tell you that? Listen, we said this and we're out of here. Winning requires iron discipline. Uh, we said this, you shift from doing what you feel to to doing what is right that was covered in first corinthians the whole ninth chapter we said the key to victory is discipline that's verse uh 26 when you are purposeful that's what discipline looks like it looks like being purposeful it looks like being intentional and not finally uh last but not least a lack of discipline is what the enemy is counting on to ultimately defeat you paul verse 27 says i discipline my body like an athlete training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Oh my goodness. Listen, uh, Paul is talking about uh, the power that the, that the Lord has has given him uh, to preach uh, truth to power, to set the captives free in the name of Jesus, to, to provide hope to the hopeless, to, to heal a hurting uh, people, to, to help everybody to realize that Jesus was the way the truth and the light. He had he had been given uh, some spiritual authority, but in order to him to walk and exercise and understand his spiritual authority, it required discipline. Why? Because he said that even though I had all of this power, if I don't, if I'm not disciplined, I might find myself disqualified. Ooh, what do you mean, Paul? He said, like, I got the power. I have the spirit of the living God within me, but if I'm undisciplined, uh, I might go where I shouldn't go. If, I, if I'm not disciplined, I might say what I shouldn't say, right? Y'all know we raw and real. The reason that so many uh, mighty uh, men of God uh, sometimes fall down is because they lack 
discipline, right? They they allow somebody of the opposite sex, for example, to get just a wee bit too close and they lack discipline. And even though they had spiritual authority, even though they were preaching the gospel and even though they were in fact doing great ministry, that, that lack of discipline, it, it gets some costs who live in women. Uh, don't lack discipline uh, as it relates to your dealings with uh, individuals in your life, because uh, you, if you lack discipline and you let one of these slick witties get a little too close in the in the wrong season, you are blessed and you are highly favored. But slick Willie didn't caught you slipping at the wrong moment. He just said the wrong. He just said the right thing at the at the wrong time, and because of a lack of discipline, you made a decision that may impact you for the rest of your uh, journey. Students out there, listen, especially to our college students out there, you're doing great things. The spirit of God is in you and you're going to go to college campus and you're going to have a good time. You're going to party, you're going to have good. But if you if you mess around, and you and you and you lose your discipline if you mess around and you and you and you make a a, a decision because you lack discipline uh, it, it could impact you uh the rest of your life this this is a struggle and uh, it's such a struggle that uh, paul says this in in romans the seventh chapter verse 21 as it relates to self-control and discipline he says i have discovered this principle of life y'all and i said boy every time i read this uh, it makes me want to holler y'all he said i have discovered this principle of life that when i I want to do what is right. I inevitably, inevitably do what is wrong. Why, Paul? He said, I love God's law with all of my heart. Paul said, I love God. It's not even a question for God's command. It's not a question of me loving the general. It's not a question of me loving his word. He said, but y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, there's another power within me that is that is at war with my mind. He said, this power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. He says, oh, what a miserable person that I am. Why are you miserable, Paul? Because there's a war going on on the inside of Paul. Uh, there's part of him that wants to obey everything that God said, but there's another part of him that wants to do something else. Y'all know how we do. It's a perfect place to insert the uh, insert some R&B. It's like your mind is telling you no, y'all. Somebody talked to me, but what your body said, your body is telling you yes. Y'all didn't know that he stole that from Paul, did you? Uh, anyway, uh, Paul goes on to say, oh, what a miserable person that I am. Um, he, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and, uh, and, and death? Um, uh, around this part of verse 23 uh, in the King James Version, where Paul is uh, essentially saying to us um, uh, is that every time that he wants to do good, y'all, evil is always present and it become a struggle. Can I talk to you? You want to be disciplined. You want to do what God called you to do. You want to do it the right way. Uh, you want to do everything that God has uh, has designed because you know that's the path. But every time that you want to do good, evil is always present. Every time uh, that you want to, 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 to do more for, for the kingdom of God, evil is always present. Every time you want to be a better wife, evil is always present. Every time you want to be a better mother, evil is always present. Fathers, every time you want to do the right thing at the house, evil is always present. Husbands, every time you want to do what you're supposed to do as a man, evil is always present. And y'all, because there's a, a war going on spiritually, there's a war going on mentally, there's a war going on in our emotions. Paul said, if you're not careful, it can make you be a miserable person. But he says in verse 25, Romans 7, verse 25, he says, thank God, y'all. 
He says, thank God. Somebody type that in right now. He says, thank God. What did he, what was he thanking God for? He said, the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. But he says that in Christ Jesus, uh, through the power of the Holy Ghost, despite the war that is going on in the world, despite the war that may be going on in your mind, despite the war that may be going on in your own soul, you have a power above all power. You have a name above all names that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue uh, shall confess it. But at the name of Jesus, that, that, that demons must tremble and fear. There's something about the name of Jesus. And so I want to encourage you today, whenever you are lacking discipline, whenever you are feeling like you can't win, whenever you're feeling like you don't want to go any further, call on his name. That's your medicine today. I know that sounds real churchy, but it's true call on the name of Jesus today whenever you are lacking discipline. The next time you don't feel like doing what God has called you to do, I need you to stop wherever you are and just call his name, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. If there's somebody want to call him with me this morning, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, y'all call his name this morning. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I need you to help us this morning, God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God, you are a healer, healer, healer. Somebody needs some healing, God, this morning. Healer, healer, healer. They've been trying to do it all by themselves, God, but they need you. Healer, healer, healer. Come on, y'all. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm praying right now, God, you heal somebody's nine. Healer, healer, healer. That's for you. You knew, you know you need to be healed. Healer, healer, healer. Call, I'm calling on you, Jesus. Healer, healer, healer. I believe in your healing power. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Listen, and guess what, y'all? He's our Savior, Savior, Savior. That's somebody that you know that doesn't know him, but tell him that he's our Savior. Savior, Savior, Savior. If you know him like that, call him Savior this morning. Savior, Savior, Savior. You want y'all call him Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I pray that as we go forward in the name of Jesus, that God uh, encourages you and empowers you to be faithful in all of your goings and all of your comings. I pray that God empowers you to be faithful in your stewardship, faithful in your love and faithful of your sharing the gospel with others. Listen, love you all. I mean it. I want you to encourage you today to try discipline. Try discipline in the name of Jesus in this season. That's the medicine you need right there. Iron discipline in the name of Jesus. There's so much more uh, that we can uh, un un unpack here. Uh, we didn't have a have but a moment. Um, and so tonight we will continue that discussion. We're going to add a lot more to that. Uh, but I believe that it's missing. You know how we talked about tarrying and waiting on the Lord, uh, and I said that that is a that is a that's an element that is uh, missing in our spiritual maturity that we have lost the art of waiting. I believe that the saints also need to work on this art of discipline because if we are disciplined, I'm telling you, you will see God move. You got some power in you that you ain't even accessed yet, y'all. You you got some you 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 got you what's in you? You have no idea what's in you. Uh, you have no idea the authority that you have, but uh, but it, it starts with being disciplined in our study, disciplined in our prayer, disciplined in our walk, disciplined in our talk, disciplined in what we take into our mind, body, and soul. So we'll unpack that a little bit more tonight at seven. Listen, I praise God for you. Let's close out in prayer. Lord, I love you today. I praise you today. God, I ask you to forgive us of our sins and forgive us of our shortcomings. God, I thank you for every sister and brother that has joined us today. 
God, I pray for you for uh, thank you for reminding us of the power of being uh, disciplined. God, if we are disciplined, you remind us, God, that we will uh, understand our purpose better. If you if we are disciplined, you've reminded us, God, that we will uh, experience your uh, promises. And you have reminded us that dic- discipline is the key for us to see victory. I'm praying for my sisters and brothers right now. I thank God for the testimonies that have been coming forth. I thank God uh, for one of my brothers, God, who you just recently uh, gave a job to. And that's a reminder that somebody else's next career move is on the way. I thank you, God, for the marriages that you have recently restored, which is a reminder that somebody else's marriage restoration is on the way. I thank you, God, for those individuals that have found love who've been looking as a reminder that somebody else that's looking for it, uh, the love that they need is on the way. God, I thank you for those that have overcome bereavement because it's a reminder that somebody else's uh, victory over bereavement is on the way. God, whatever we stand in the need of, God, is in the house. Whatever we stand in the need of is before us, God. I pray, God, that you allow us to be disciplined and obedient to your word, God, so that we can experience everything that you have for us in this season, so that we can uh, live the way that you'd have us to live, so that we can move the way you have us to move. I pray for peace and blessings and favor over each and every person under the sound of my voice. Bless them, Father God. Bless their bless their houses, God. Bless their finances. I pray for increase, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And enlarge their territories, God, not for selfish reasons, Father God, but so that they can enjoy uh, some of the uh, fruits of this life that you've placed here, God, and so that they can serve at a higher capacity. Thank you, God, for what you have done. Thank you, God, for what you're going to do. God, we love you today. We praise you. It's in the powerful name of Jesus. We pray together. Amen. 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 Love you all. See you all tonight. Uh, we want to really unpack this thing tonight as we talk about discipline. Love to answer any questions about it, because I truly believe God is saying that if we are more disciplined as a people, we're going to see victory like we have never seen before. See you tonight at Bible study at 7 p.m. God bless you and have a great rest of uh, the day. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.